You're listening to Voss and Bonnie's My Wife Hates Me on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Support for My Wife Hates Me comes from Manscaped, who is number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Right now, you get 20% off and free shipping with the code MYWIFE at manscaped.com. Also, the dog barking it does not come along with it. You just get the manscaped. Go to mywife at manscaped.com. She really hates him. It's really true. Why did she marry this jackass Jew? Some people say that opposites attract, but this seems more like a suicide pact. He's totally sober, she's not that drunk. He's really old and she's got some spunk. He's totally holy as an asinine bum and she's just a little less dumb. She really hates him, it's really true. But somewhere deep down, she loves him too. Well... Here we go. You Here we go. It was funny. That is sort of like a manly touch to that. The manscaping, the dog barking. Yeah. The little, the little uh, Yorkie. I don't even think Yorkies come in, man. I think they're all women. I don't even think there's men Yorkies. There's like two so they could re. Breed? Know, breed. So they could breed. There's not a lot of, there's not a lot of men Yorkies. I'll tell you that. Okay. You've come for intelligent dog conversation. You've come to the right place. Rich Voss here, a dog expert. Is it just Yorkies or every kind of... Little dog that serve no purpose. You're an expert on little dogs that serve no purpose. Yes. Uh, If we get this house, which they're working on now, working, there's a little mold, I hear. Why would you even... No, no, we're going to talk about the house. (laughs) They're working on the roof. They're doing all the miscellaneous stuff after the inspection. And then uh, the, what do you call it? The real estate agent asked me yesterday. Why does Raina call the real estate agent your girlfriend? I have no idea. I wish she was, but she's not. She's too young. Age inappropriate. Why? How old do you think? She's pretty, does pretty well at what she does. I agree. What do you think? Late 20s. 27, 28. Uh That's the right age for a guy like me. If I was single. That's so gross. What's gross? 21. Daughters. 21 is gross. Yeah. Stop. Then they could borrow my daughter's clothing. Stop. Well, listen. So, what was I saying? So, the real estate agent emailed me Hey, they got to do the, what do you want to do? I go, listen. I'm going to leave everything up to you. You've done this a lot more than me. Just you make the decisions and. <coughs> and we'll sue you if they're the wrong ones. <laughs> no. And we'll go from there. So, you know. Really taking control. I just, what am I going to do? Go over every little control. thing. She knows what we want. She knows what we want to pay for. What we want fixed. Let her deal with it. That's her yeah. her job, okay. not mine, to go back and forth with these fucking people. I got to deal with the bank. You know, that's a pain in the ass, the mortgage company. So, you know, taxes from here, taxes from there. I know. 
But things will work out the way God planned it. Things work out. Do you believe in God? I believe in, do you always say karma? Do you believe in karma? No, I don't believe. You say if you put your mind to things, it happens. No, that's not what I believe. Yes, you say it though. (laughs) No, what I, if you really want to know, it's like, you know, it's not like the the positive thinking that's going to get you something, but it's that you believe it. Once, once you, once you think that makes things so much easier. Well, you know, if you believe something's impossible, it's hard, obviously, for obvious reasons. It's all about you believing it for yourself. Yeah. Girls, when I was growing up, I go, I'm going to go out with her. If I put my mind to it. I'll rape her if I have to. I don't think that's not going out with somebody. Oh, Um, for coffee. And I think, I think last night at the cellar, that guy was sitting a little too close to you. You guys were just a little too buddy, buddy. I didn't like it. Wow. And when I sat down, he, he looked like he got mad that I came over. Like maybe I'm. Wow. I didn't read any of that. Yeah. Because you're just happy. People are paying attention to you. True. True. (laughs) True. People are listening to me without me having to raise my voice to an ungodly level. You know, so, uh, I think there was a little flirty going on with you. Yeah. I mean, at one point I was giving him a hand job under the table, but oh. I think it just like as a friend, I wasn't, you know what I mean? Kind of as a joke. I was like, Hey, is this feel No, good? you should have told me. Oh, that would have got you. Not a comic. You're not allowed to do a comic. Second of all. Please, please don't use the words. I'm not allowed. <laughs> Why? Because you're not my boss. I am your boss when it comes to giving hand jobs to other guys. Okay, first of all, I'm not, and I wouldn't. So, but stop acting like a, oh, oh, uh, you have some. You know, I I guide myself. Thank you. Morally, I, I'll, I'll, uh, I'm good. Well, you go through me. I'm your hand. I would like to manager. get back to the God thing. What about it? Because I really don't know what your stance is on it. You won't really reveal what you believe. I believe in a power greater than me, a positive power, uh, and someone who steered me out of the darkness of drugs and led me down the path. Do you think that person Uh, was you? There was help. There was help from... Do you really believe that? I'm not, I'm not being, uh, I know I sound be- like I'm being whatever, but I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm sincere right now. Do you, cause I've never been in that situation. Do you believe that uh, a force larger than yourself helped yes. you get clean? Yeah. Wow. Exactly me. Yeah. Can you take us through that? There was a force higher than me that helped me get clean. No, like what you're laying. I, I imagine you're laying in a basement apartment, staring up at the ceiling. No, I just. You know, hey, you know, just I got to go to rehab and then you get in rehab and I don't know. I'm just saying, look, I had a lot of signs, you know, uh, one sign when I used to go buy drugs. I used to cross the GW bridge into Spanish Harlem to get my drugs. Now, testing, is this, is this? Oh Does my it God. seem like it's oh okay? Oh my God. It's working. It's working. It's just oh the level. My God. I don't like the levels. Is this a drinking game now or something? So, anytime Rich goes to the levels, take a drink. Uh, so, in rehab, they had song therapy and they played a song by Ann Murray, I Cried a Tear. 
Yeah. I think it's about recovery. You wipe to dry. I, here, I'll bring up the words. I'll, 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 and I'll I think you've done this on the podcast before. Oh, but it had to be years ago. Okay. So, we'll refresh people's. Yeah. Canadian, by the way. What's that? Anne Murray. Yeah, I know that. Isn't it all coming full uh, circle for you? What's that? I cried. Oh, a song. That this is the song that helps you, and it's a Canadian. I cried a tear. So what happened? You heard the song. Hold on. And are you high Murray, at this yeah. point? No, I'm in rehab. Oh, you're in rehab. The lyrics. Okay. Uh, where do you want me to play the song? Sure. Why not? Okay. Let's see, let's play. Let's see if it works. Let's see if it works. Who's this? That's not oh, that's it. That's an ad. Skip ad. Okay. Okay. okay listen to the. Don't put it too close. Now you got to listen to the words. Just pretend this is an alcoholic and someone's helping them. Okay. Or the meetings are helping them. Another three minutes and 46 seconds. Rich doesn't know how to turn it off. Oh, there you go. Okay. So now that song, I don't know if she's in recovery, but it pretty much sounds like it, you know, 
I, I mean, it could be kid. anybody who's in any situation where yeah, they it, find God. It could be God. It could be a, a an actual lover. Could be a mom. It's 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 a group. It's a group. You you you. When you heard it, you were like, "This is." Well, I I that's, I'm not leaving. It says I'd be a fool. Yeah. Were you thinking that like I should leave rehab and then it's no, that, or I'm not leaving the meetings or right. rehab. Yeah, I mean, it, it it could be. You're right. It could be a lover. It could be a fucking dog. I don't know. But to you, very but, powerful when you think of it. I closed no. my eyes and I thought of being in rehab, like listening to this song. So everybody was crying in group when you hear the song. And, oh, it was in group? Yeah, in group. Oh. oh, small group, small group, not big group. I know, but I just thought, I imagined it as you just like, it just came on the radio or something. No, they while played you're in, in your group. Room and you, no, they played in group. No, it, it, yeah. And they said, listen, close your eyes, listen so to you the had words. a collective experience. So now. They meant for you to have that experience. It's not as good anymore. Well, no, because I know. That was a manipulated experience. Well, it it was a good experience. I thought it was like, you're laying there. You're like, I gotta, I'm going to leave rehab, whatever. Wow. And the song comes on the radio and suddenly it's like, you know what? This is, I got to see this through. Yeah, I think of things in terms of maybe movie magic. But. Yeah, that's what happened. And the next day we did it in group. <laughs> then you brought it to group and said, <laughs> hey, let's I have to a this. good idea. No, it was like, eh, you know what day it is? It's Tuesday. We play that fucking song. But I hate that fucking Anne Murray song. Then they that's play. the counselor. <laughs> Every Thursday we play this fucking Anne Murray song. I fucking hate it. And they also play Lean on Me. Oh. I don't mind leaning on me so much. It's, it's not, not bad. Strong. You can listen to that one a lot, a lot more than uh, Anne Marie. I tell you so, that. So no, I, she had a beautiful voice. So whenever I cop drugs, I would go over to GW Bridge, right into you. I get all excited because I'm at the GW, and I remember I had to go to work. And the first time going over to GW that way, what work? To a club. Oh. And I, I and I had to Wait, go. Did you? You never had like a job that anyone else paid you for? Years, probably years ago. No, I always had my own business. But don't go off track. No, it says a lot about you. Go ahead. Uh, You're going to work. Going to do a show. Mm -hmm. And I, I've never driven up that way. It brought, you started getting paid right away. I always got paid. Yeah, that was your main. Okay. I just, so, it's weird. Right after rehab, you're able I, to go get jobs. As I a did. Comedian. I worked that night. I got out of rehab at the wooden nickel. So. This is the first time going over to GW, so it's bringing back, you know, butterflies. Mm -hmm. this, this was my route to get drugs right there. Once mm -hmm. you hit the GW, you know you're going to get high. Mm -hmm. And so the first time I was going to a gig, I was going over to GW. And right when I went over it, that song came on the radio. If that is Now, are you just saying it to... Uh... No, if that's not a sign from God, then... Well, it's, or it's just a... You know, there's coincidences that happen all That's, the time. Yeah, well, but it's good that those coincidences make you believe in something larger than yourself, and that you can then don't use that, that in order to, you know, cope with life. You know, first of all, don't try to talk down to me and say that's good for you. And you know, as you sit here, you know, and I say this on stage. But but saying honestly, it is oh. kind of funny to think that like. I mean, it, it wasn't be, that particularly timing-wise incredible that yes, you were going over the George there's a W. Million songs and there's a million routes. And, and there's a million times. <laughs> okay? Yeah, but why did it have to be on the George W? Because that's when I started feeling antsy the first time. I was newly sober and feeling antsy. 
And boom, that song comes on to remind me you can do this. Yeah. Okay. I like it. I do like it. So, and here's another thing. Wouldn't it be better? And I, I talked about this on stage in a bit. I'll tell you in a bit. Wouldn't it be better to say, yeah, I believe a little. And then after you pass away, if, if there is an afterlife or a heaven or a hell and, and you know, and you go, well, I did believe it'd be easier. You don't want to go. I didn't believe. And then fuck you. You should have believed. Like I talk about on stage. If we, you know, I believe a little, my, I go, my wife's an atheist and I go, if we die together and we're both up there, you know, she's on her own, uh, you know, cause God, you know, cause God heard me say, I believe, you know, you should be rewarded for that. And I say, we wouldn't be up here anyhow if you didn't grab the wheel. So why would I grab the wheel? The steering wheel or whatever. I know, but why? To kill us both. Well, that's. Or whatever. Weird. Whatever. I, it's just a joke. No, I know. I, I, your jokes are always so, um, they seem so. Um, They're obscure. <laughs> absurd to me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like non sequitur kind of. No. I, I just but, grabbed the wheel for no reason. Were we fighting in the joke yes, earlier? No, oh. but it, it, you oh, can tell. They get, they get the idea. They get the idea. That I am a raging lunatic in your act. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say from now on when I talk about you on stage, I'm going to go, don't feel sorry for him. He's in another comedy club right now and just totally trashing my vagina. <laughs> Uh, so let me do this read right now. Uh, and then, uh, you know, this is going to be like a half an hour podcast. Okay. Halloween is right around the corner and you don't want to spook someone with your scary bush. Yet nobody wants to do that. You don't want to scoop. You don't want kids to come in your house and go, Oh my God, what are you? A tree, a bush? No, you might be Chewbacca, Bigfoot or hairy bear. But it's what's under the costume that really matters. It, it really is what's under there. Uh, you know, uh, let me tell you, uh, for me, my the reason I manscape, because I don't like it to get bushy and itchy and, uh, you know, tick season's over. So I'm not worried really about ticks anymore. But, you know, anything you just don't listen, you, you cut your hair on top of your head, don't you? So what the hell? Cut your ball hair. That's all I'm saying. You know, uh, anyhow. So uh, I I remember one time because I let my hair grow once. I used to work in a machine shop and, you know, and my hair was, what do you call it? It was uh, growing through my pants and it got caught in a machine and almost pulled me in. So you got to trim your hair anyhow or not work in machine shops. Uh, okay. Can you stop? I'm doing a read. What kind of dog is this? Only during the reads? Uh, listen, don't be the, don't be the hairy guy. Manscaped is forever changing the grooming game with their perfect package 2.0. Inside the perfect package, you'll find their electric trimmer called the lawnmower 2.0. The waterproof and uh, skin safe technology will protect you from nicking your pumpkins. You don't want to do that. You don't want to cut your balls. Everybody wants to take care of the balls. You can also create less mess by trimming in the shower. Yeah, it just goes down the drain. I, I'll shave my chest in the shower. And of course, let's not forget about the crop preserver and the anti-chasing, chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. I always put uh, ball deodorant and moisturizer. I don't like 
my ball sticking to my legs. That's why Elvis used to do that thing with his leg on stage because his balls were stuck to his leg. Uh, you already put the deodorant on your armpits. We are. Why are you not putting deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? That makes sense. If you're putting deodorant on your pits, put them on your balls. The Perfect Package 2.0 also includes anti-chafing performers, boxer briefs that keep your package cool and smelling fresh all day. For on-the-go freshness, you'll love the Crop Reviver Ball Toner Spray. Yep. This whole package is full of everything. It's time to get clean and mean with the Perfect Package 2.0. Get 20% off. Free shipping with the code MYWIFE at manscaped.com. That's MYWIFE at manscaped.com. All right. That was pretty good. I don't think you should do reads anymore. Why? I was great. I mean, you read every word of it and no, I got added. a lot of them wrong. No, I didn't. I, I got it right and I, and, and I added stuff and I got the point it's like, across. It's like I got in, the, in school when you had to listen to somebody read, you know, and you're like, oh, you know, she'd be like, you know, Joey, and then you're like, oh, not Joey. He can't, you know, and he's, oh. No, I got, I listen, I got the point across. I was funny. They love me. Manscaped loves me. And I used their products. So that's all that matters. I used their product. You're terrific. I like them. You know and that. it came with a, uh, like a toiletry tree bag, a shirt. I want to get you one of those things that they have at the dentist where it like, oh, it you? sucks the water out of your mouth. <laughs> I want to get you one of those ropes they sell at a hardware store. What? I want to get you one of those ropes that they sell at a hardware store. <laughs> oh, to kill myself? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know if it was leading me around like a horse or to kill myself. Yeah, I want to. I, <laughs> I, I always wanted a pet horse. I don't know why. <laughs> Where can I get a pet horse from? Ah, I'll just get a rope and drag my wife around. <clears throat> what do we have to talk about? Oh, there's a lot. So I went home. For Canadian Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I hate you so much. What? You've talked this whole podcast. <laughs> and I said one word and you looked at your watch. Yeah, I got to go to the doctors. Oh, you go. Mm-hmm. I went, mm-hmm. Oh my God. God. I was like, go ahead. Tell us. Oh my God. <laughs> and then looked at your Literally one fucking second of. Okay. So went home to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> what kind of person are you? Go ahead. Are you a bad person? No, I'm a good person. I'm a good person. Well, now I don't want to talk about it. No, you got to tell us some stories. Well, we had there's a baking contest, which was good because then Rain and I spent a lot of time baking, you know, cooking. And- but you didn't eat anything you baked or bring anything home. Well, I I don't think you're allowed. What do you mean not allowed? To bring a muffin home in your backpack? I mean, I guess I could have snuck it in. A muffin? You could bring muffins. You can't. I don't think a muffin in my backpack all the way from you know two flights, three cars. You know, I don't. I don't know if it's put it in Tupperware. Muffins in Tupperware. What the fuck? You make them all. Did you eat any of the stuff? Um, not really. No, I had some some. Quinn made chocolate bark, which was really good. He's a very good cook. And uh, Audrey made a very dark, some dark chocolate gluten-free thing. I thought you had to put raspberries in it. <laughs> you are so... Or cranberries. What? Please stop. <laughs> when I you, can't. What did you have to put in it? You had to put in one... Can I tell what's happening? 
What, did I pick my nose? You're picking your nose while you're asking me about the cranberries. <laughs> it's like the most disgusting thing. Yeah, everyone had to put cranberries in their dessert. Rain and I made a cr- apple cranberry pie. You wiped it dry. Which looked amazing. I, I don't know what it tasted like. And um, Did Rain eat any? Oh, yeah. Rain ate Oh, tons. she's part-time vegan when she was up there? I know. She was like whipped cream, fucking <laughs> eggs, man. <She's laughs> Get out of here. Going nuts. Um... It just with desserts, but uh, yeah. So and then Ray, and then we also made a pumpkin pie, um, bar, pumpkin pie bars. Oh, we also made um, pecan and um, what did, what was the thing again? Cranberry uh, tarts, but those didn't. I didn't put them in the contest, so you didn't get. Any votes. And we got no votes, zero votes. I think it was rigged. Did your father vote? Parents voted for their children. I told Raina we couldn't vote for each other. It was That's wrong. Gross. But they really I guess win. they don't have those kinds of rules. No, it was um They're a competitive. You had Carly had made an excellent, excellent well, dessert. She's a chef. She she's a chef. A real chef or a Well, uh, she went to culinary school. Oh, so she's a chef. She's yeah. So but well, it was fun. It was fun. Then we played a lot of games. You know, we played a lot of card games. I was killing at cards, man. I was winning card games left, right, and center. It was, it's so much more fun when you're winning. Even though it doesn't mean anything and doesn't matter, it just, just right. is. Uh, my daughter was shooting a BB rifle. It looked like a real rifle. Yeah, she, she was doing, she was riding around on the quad. Why would she shoot a BB rifle? Why does she have earphones? Ear, what are those? I don't know. I wasn't. BB rifle? I wasn't. You were there. Was I just looked out the window and saw her doing it. No, that picture was taken from close up. Audrey was out there with her. How loud could a BB gun be where you have to wear? I'm sure she didn't need to. Ear protectors. They're being overly cautious in case someone shoots her in the face, I guess. No, the ear I'm just kidding. <laughs> Relax. All right. Well, listen. Uh, we have three more minutes. I got through it pretty quick, don't you think? Well, what else? You're the greatest Did interviewer on planet Earth. Do you know that? I'm pretty good. Yeah. What That's else? What, is that what you think you're like Howard Stern all the time? Does Howard Stern just go, what else? Yeah. And when he's <laughs> wrapping up, he goes, oh, you've done it all. <laughs> That's what he said. You've done it all. You know, you're getting kicked out. He goes, you've done it all. You're this, you're that. You've been in this, you've been in that. What haven't you accomplished? You've done it all. All right. All right we'll be right back. All right. You want to end it? That's fine. No, no. What about saw, these? Or, what about them? Bonnie made, what is that? Pickled. Pickled, pickled ca- carrots and beans. And mixed. she sealed them in jars. Well, that's, that's how you make pickles. Well, why don't you make a bunch of them and put in a fallout shelter? How long will they last? I don't know. Years. Years? Sure. Yeah. Why not? They're they're sealed. I don't. You just close it tight. The top. That doesn't seem sealed to me. No, look. Put your finger there. Sealed. Oh, uh, all right. See? Doesn't move. Oh. So does that prove it's sealed? <laughs> yeah. It's like my vagina. <laughs> when you put your finger there, it doesn't move. You know, a can of soup is sealed then. Yeah. Yeah. 
I don't know what I, the thing is, is it's beyond your comprehension. And so then you just, you're still trying to grasp it. If air gets in there, you can get botulism. You know that? If air gets in there. You're like, why? Okay, great. Thank you for sharing that with me. Rich Voss knows something about canning. Like, you don't have to know anything about it. You know, I made some pickles. You don't have to be like, I've got to weigh in with some information on this. 30 of those to put in the basement. No. Please. <laughs> Why? In, in our fallout shelter. You know how hard that is? Like, you have to snip all those beans and like peel the carrots and it's, it's a lot. Well, when I saw you make them, I cried a tear. I cried a tear. Oh you my God, that was dry. not even right in any way. I cried a tear. <laughs> you wiped right it dry. I was confused. You cleared my mind. All right. Thank you, you so much for listening. Once again, we oh, this is we don't know what we'd do without you. You're oh. the best fans in the world. The ones that have stuck by us. How many do you think we still I, have? I honestly feel like we have to go out and kill them. Like they know too much. You know How many do you think we have? What's his name? Always. It's a big fan. Great. And what's his face? And then um, that chick and then the guy and then the. There's heartthrob Rob, just Lou. But who's the, oh, Rogers, something Rogers. He was at one of my show. Uh, Yeah, sometimes like a a fan will like be like, I was at your show. It's like, why didn't you come say hi? And uh, uh, our friend Jenny listens. We got six or seven. So thank you. Six or seven people. Quinn told me he listens. I go, don't do that. No. Yeah, my nephew. I said, no, 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 no. Don't. don't. (laughs) (laughs) Quinn, the one you're attracted to? (laughs) Why are you so disgusting? Like, there's no way now to defend. Was never said, ever. You came home and said. Stop it, Rich. (laughs) Honestly, you're fucking pissing me off. That's gross. It's a joke. It's not funny. Some jokes to you aren't funny. Some to me aren't funny. Some to me aren't funny. Oh, really? Me- you told me you slept with your sister. I never told you, you that. You told me that. When did I say that? <laughs> you said it in your sleep. No, I didn't. She's not my type. Oh, God. Listen, creepsforkids.com. Get tickets for the tour. It starts this weekend. Anything you want to plug? Oh, my. um um. Taping a CD or whatever it's called. When? I Every time I say it, you laugh and correct no. me. No, so. you're taping your album when? Um, and where? November 9th at The Stand. Well, go listen to Bonnie's taping her first album. This is amazing. I need real fans. Dudes. Yes. Dudettes. You can do an hour? I hope, I hope so. I hope I can get there. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to do two shows though, right? Yeah. Cool. I'm looking forward to that. All right. Bonnie's hour at the stand and November 9th. Uh, we're also doing a, a show there from Riotcast. I'm hosting all, a bunch of the comics from Riotcast. And also go to creepswithkids.com for tour tickets. It starts this weekend. Thank you. Have a great, great Christmas and New Year. And, uh, there you go. We'll talk later. I remember. <laughs> why where, Why would you roll in? You got like, you got to brush your teeth. It looks like you have buckshot. Oh, you're mad at me? You just talked about my saliva for 15 minutes. I'm not mad at you. Yes, you are.
So you did two weeks, then you went to the roast, the after party. I mean, it, and it must have been a good feeling seeing everybody that you wrote for do well. Yeah, it was great. It was it was actually a lot of fun. I'm glad I did it. It was a, a, a very good experience. And I remembered how to write that much. I forgot how to do it that much. You, do you know what I'm saying? Yes. Uh, you said one person didn't do that well on the roast. Uh, I didn't see the roast. Did they pump up his laughter? Yeah. I mean, he's not really a comic anyhow, so I, I don't Can expect him to do well. I mean, you're just narrowing. He's, you know, he's over six feet tall. So I guess for him, when he's standing there, he's got to lean over and, um, you know, his, his, uh, um, I mean, his name is like a car. So he got a lot of, he got a lot of, uh, I guess he got, you know, a lot of jokes about that. I'm not going to say who he is. Was but, he with um, anybody that ever ate the apple? that in <laughs> when I throw a hint I throw a hint I mean he's got Asperger's probably so I don't know he didn't do as well I didn't think but I'm saying today they cut it up they cut it down a lot oh. but he didn't really roast he was just sort of like talking about his own issues it's like it's not stand up. He's not. A, he's not really a stand up. He is now. He's going on the road doing stand up. Oh, really? Yeah. Hey, did you? You did a. I'm not talking about the basketball player. No, uh, no, he killed. Yeah. What were you? Oh, really? Does it? Blake Griffin. Oh, the car. The Griffin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no. That I see how you made the mistake. What were you going to ask me? Uh, Blake was, a lot of people don't know this, but it was Blake and Eve in the Garden of Eden for a long time. Before, then Adam came along and it was different. But What were you going to ask? Well, did you do Dr. Drew? I did his podcast live. No, I know. But did, did he ask you a lot of personal questions? Yeah. Yeah. Did he unravel some kind of... No, we talked more about addiction. Because Nikki said she did it and then she was like... No, I did the too live personal. show. I did the live show, a live one at Caroline's, but he was, we were talking about addiction mainly. And maybe you got some personal, but I, I, I'll answer any of that stuff. You he will? Did, well, yeah. If it's about drugs and wh what I, where I was at or how, you know, how I, how I stopped or some of the things I did. Yeah. I don't, I'm not embarrassed. No, like he was saying like to Nikki, like, do you think we have a connection right now and stuff? And she was like, yeah. And he, he goes, yeah, well, that's inappropriate. So there's <laughs> something like Who that. Who said that? He said that to her? Yeah. Like he was like mind tripping her. I don't know. He didn't do any of that. It went well. It was a lot of fun. I mean, I, you know, during the whole thing, I was the funniest, you know, I kept the humor going at the place, you know, at the live event. There was some other girl on it too. I think it's a cat. Cat. Yeah. She's nice. She was nice. Yeah, I like her. Had some good lines. Uh, you know. So, but I mean, you know, she's more of a uh a pun what did she when you pundit? No, no, no. 
Where she goes on a lot of those talk I shows. I think she has her own show. Oh, yeah, yeah. But also does a lot on those other shows. Right. I think she started as like a commentator or whatever. Yeah, commentator, I meant. And, you know, so she has some good lines. Drew had some good. It was, it was a fun event. It was a lot of fun. The audience was great. And, uh. Oh, our friend Carl Ruiz died. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. It's so uncomfortable when someone is like eating and drinking on their Instagram and on their Twitter page, you know, constantly like, you know, that was his making job. jokes about things were like, you know, he was like totally against veganism or any kind of dietary thing or being healthy at all was what, what not was his brand. And then he dies. I, I heard of a heart attack. And it's just like, so young at 44. So right before he died, he tweeted. And I guess someone told me he put this on his Instagram too. It was like the day before he died that someone had written, you know, jokes on you, something like, I don't remember exactly, but like the jokes on you. Cause you'll be dead before you're 40. And he wrote, I'm 44 idiot or something like that. And then the next day. Oh, uh, is there a conspiracy? You think? Uh, I, I think you should go find that guy who said that. Yeah. If I can start questioning him about the dark arts, you know what I'm saying? Well, you know I, mean? I mean, he was a great guy though. Very nice. Very fun to be around. Every always. time he was so, every time you see him, he was so nice. And he, you know, he was kind of caught in the middle. And he just opened a restaurant. He was kind of caught in the middle between different battles, but he was always neutral. Yeah, he and never, nice. no, never he, got he never, involved in right, any of that right, shit. Right. He right. just, you know, he see you, he was, that's why, you know, he never brought anything up like that. Right. We went to his restaurant once when he was married and had his restaurant up in Chatham. Mm -hmm. It was amazing. They kept bringing out fucking food. But all those guys in, in that industry, they get to eat free. They travel. I saw Roland and another guy at the stand eating, you know, because they were going to do a mm -hmm. review on, on the, and they got tons of food in front of them because the club or the restaurant is going to give them all the free food they can eat for a good review. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's what they're doing. He's traveling all over the place. Carl was eating everywhere he went. He's a fucking chef. Other chefs want to impress him. When we were in Vegas, we went out to eat at the Wynn. I think it was called Allegro's. And the chef stood by our table. A lot of us knew him. He's come to comedy shows. And they're sending out food. It was me, Bobby Norton, uh, Branstein. And then later on, Miss Pat came by. But they kept bringing out food like it was out, like it was the last supper. And that's what chefs do. They fucking throw out tons of food for other chefs or people they like. And, you know, and, and it was delicious. It was amazing. Well, that's the, the thing. Food. It's fun to do. It should be a treat to have like once a week or whatever. But when you're eating like that all the time, I can't, you know. But that's not, he might not have a heart attack because of that. You could have a heart attack. I know. I shouldn't even, even as I'm saying it, yeah. it sounds gross that I'm saying it. Yeah. Cause it could have been just from stress or just I running know, but his you family. You look it at people that are unhealthy sometimes and you think like, oh, like, you know, obviously Carl Ruiz is not fat, but Ralphie May, you looked at him, you kind of always were like, oh, you, you got scared for him. Yeah, but Ralphie was also Ralphie was like doing painkillers and partying and mixing it all together. Maybe. Yeah. So it was another comic that was overweight that died. You know, you, then you start mixing stuff, 
You know, right. your body's going up and down, your, back and forth. Your body's working so hard, I you guess. You know, and your heart is. But also, too, I mean, there's many reasons people have heart attacks, I guess. I mean, I don't guess. I know, you know, stress, anxiety, whatever. But even you don't have to be fat. Like the, the people that do the all meat diets, the guy who invented it had a heart attack and died. Like, well, who eats an all meat diet? People do. It's called, uh, it's called something. Paleo. Cannibalism. No, it's called paleo or something like that. Oh, that's nuts and stuff, isn't it? Well, it's like you eat only protein. You eat what nature gives you. What, what the Well, paleo see. is different. Okay. So I don't know what Atkins or something where you only eat protein and a lot of people get their protein. They're not going to just have like a plate of beans. Uh, they're going to eat, you know, a steak. Well, fish has protein. Eggs. I'm just saying yeah. you can eat that weight and you can lose weight, a lot of weight. People do. But then there's also the other side of it where your you, cholesterol clogs your you, arteries. You, get, you can get you can have a heart attack doing that. People well, you you too much it's cholesterol. Dangerous. That's how people have heart attacks. It clogs their arteries. Oh my I God. turned it down. Oh, look what just came up. Isn't that weird? Fat burner. That was the email. You want me to show it to you? Fat uh -huh. burner. What are the odds? We're talking about this. Ooh, kind of weird, huh? Spooky. Spooky. Talk about something else. See if something else comes up. Shane Gillis. We never talked about him, did we? Did we? I don't think so, but it got uh, a little nuts. Done. Okay, well, the one thing that didn't to our to our listeners, let's pretend we're on uh Patreon right now, um, is that Judy Gold wrote an article sort of saying, you know, I'm I'm 100% against censorship, but this is hate speech or whatever against Shane Gillis. Then they started digging up stuff on Judy Gold, who they is, I don't know, it's I guess Shane Gillis fans. And it was from our radio show, and we listened to it the other day. It was so fucking funny. I mean, I, I yeah, but it's, I don't want to say it, what it is says I don't want her to get in any more trouble, but it ends careers what she was doing. Yes. And, and then it was funny as hell. And then um and then uh somebody else, Titus. You remember Titus, the Chris comedian Titus? Chris Titus? Yeah. He came to her defense because people were saying, like, you know, mad at her for, for <sighs> you know, going against Shane Gillis, I guess. And he came to her defense and then they brought up all kinds of shit from him that he <sighs> tweeted very seemingly racist shit about Chinese people. And uh, it's kind of like good in a way. It's like good to show we all have this. N nobody's above reproach. Not one fucking person that's been in front of a microphone in the last uh, 15 you know, years is a, even the last five years. You know, we've all said shit. You could find something in in from every, even the most careful person has said some shit or laughed at some shit. Well, I just wrote to this guy. He wants me to do his documentary. And there's no reason to say his name yet. And I gave him my number yesterday. You know, he was mm -hmm. going through Twitter to, to get talk to me. And I gave my number yesterday. Then he wrote to me today. And I wrote, how did you get my number? Right. Yeah. He goes, you gave it to me in a senior moment. Then I wrote, who's this? Right. He writes, ha ha, you're going to be very hurtful 
during the trashing and I'm excited during his documentary. Mm -hmm. And I wrote, I'm a different person now. Ever since Shane, I've changed my ways. Cunt face. (laughs) So being funny, if someone just dragged that out, oh, he's calling somebody cunt face. I don't think that matters. It doesn't? I think you say cunt face to people. It's if you uh, use, I if think, you use a, I think the cunt face people. If you said it to of, a woman, it might be different, but if you said it to a man, I think it's fine. Oh, okay. But I'm just saying, anything, but yes, anything. A, yes. They'll find a way. Look, to destroy, yes. if they want to destroy you. My God, there's all you have to do is look at my fucking comedy central special. There's all uh, kinds of shit in there. That's horrifying. Yeah. My HBO special. There's all kinds of shit in there. That's horrifying. It's like, but the thing is, it's like, you know, because the, people don't realize the people that are like on this campaign to fucking get people fired or um, make people pay for their past indiscretions. It's like, it's like, I get it on the one hand. It's like, yeah, you, you're sick and tired of people being racist for comedy's sake. Like, I get that. I remember being in clubs when people were just making gay jokes all the time. It was like constant. That was what comedy was for like five years. Just wall to wall gay jokes. <laughs> It's like, okay, once we stopped kind of doing that, it was like, it's refreshing. It's like, let's move on to something else. However, it's also really crazy to put the brakes on what people say in such a way that makes it seem like their lives can be ruined for it because you don't know what's coming. Like, you don't know, like, I do think like, Plastic is going to be illegal soon. And at some point we're going to look back at people, pictures of them with a plastic water bottle. And people are going to be like, look at these fucking pieces of shit ruining our planet. You don't know. Uh, Look at Trudeau. He's done. (sighs) Well, the thing is, is that uh, the, 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 the blackface, how could you not know? But the brown face, I get you're doing a costume. I don't think at some point, like people were still just like, it was fine to do Halloween costumes, but blackface is a whole different thing. That's like got a history. And, and, um, and, and, but don't people know, like, how could people not know? I heard a newscaster going after him and it is kind of stupid. What she said, she goes as early as 2001, as early as 18 years ago. I mean, that's not really early. What do you mean? She was going, and he did this as early as oh, 2001. Oh, oh, 18 years ago. Is there, well, he was 39. You know, or 29. I don't think. Sorry. When, that, when he did that. Thing. It's not like he was a kid. I don't think by any stretch he's racist or any of that stuff. And I don't think when he was doing an Arab person, not, not a. Right. I don't think he was doing this. Going, oh, this is vicious or this is mean. He just wasn't aware. Some people 18 I, years ago, 18 years ago. The blackface, I don't see how you could not be aware. He he's he's but in he's, Canada, in Canada. Uh, I'm sorry, I knew. I knew. No, in Canada. Oh, yeah. How about when you were in fourth grade? That that I dressed up in a Halloween costume as a <laughs> Chinese person who worked in the rice paddy. In fourth grade. Can you think if they went in? Yep. And <laughs> I had the hat and the little, you know, the, the Nero collar jacket and stuff. And the I think the I might have had pointy shoes. You had on. fake teeth? Big teeth. I don't remember. I think I might have had fake teeth in the braids. Not one person was like, this is a little inappropriate. 
It was like a Halloween costume. And I think people thought like, oh, look, she researched. It was like educational almost. You know, when I told my mom I wanted to do it, she was like, great. Go look in some encyclopedias and let's, let's see Can what you we need if they to try do. to take you down for a costume in fourth grade? Look at I her mean, I think Halloween costumes should be kind of like. You should make them yourself anyhow. I remember, I, I'm sure I told this story, but. Probably. I was at a, this was uh, 2001 or 2002. I'm not sure. People oh. that dressed oh, yeah. up as the Twin Towers with the plane going in. Two people both dressed up as a tower and held hands walking down the street. I think flames were coming out of it. And people were, because in in um, LA, you walk down Santa Monica Boulevard in your costume. And people were just, it was like, there was like, you know, it was like cheering and happy. And, and then they would come and people would just completely walk to the opposite sides of the street. Like... Like le giving them the birth of <laughs> just letting them just like, mm, mm, mm. just, oh and you could see that they knew they made a mistake, but they were like, well, now we have to walk to the end and walk back. Like they could have just taken the costumes off and left them on the ground. They kind of had this like resolve in their faces. Like, oh, well, we just spent all this time making them. All right. Well, listen, I mean, people make mistakes. You know, like you, you, you know, they're probably this is what I thought about them. They're probably like getting high and drinking, and somebody came up with the idea, and they were like, "That is hilarious. That's so great." And then they made them without like talking to anyone or thinking about it too deeply. And then the minute they got out of their car and put their costumes on, they were like, "Uh oh." <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the plane bailed out. Yeah, the plane said, <laughs> "I like, can't do this." Right, guys, I'm going home. <laughs> I was with Ian Bag. We were both like, uh. <laughs> All right. Anyhow, look at uh, creepswithkids.com. Get your tickets. The tour starts in October. Creepswithkids.com. Get tickets for the tour. Jersey, Pennsylvania, <laughs> Chicago, Boston. Creepswithkids.com. So long, Bonnie. This week I'll be in Cuyahoga Falls, too. At the Funny Farm, Cuyahoga Falls, CreepswayKids.com, Cuyahoga Falls, CreepswayKids.com. Why did she marry this jackass Jew? Some people say that opposites attract, but this seems more like a suicide pact. He's totally sober, she's not that drunk. He's really old and she's got some spunk. He's totally holy as an asinine bum and she's just a little less dumb. She really hates him. It's really true But somewhere deep down She loves him too